man of God, the father in the house, the Lord bless you for this wonderful opportunity. Thank you. God bless you. I also want to thank our mama. Thank you for the wonderful work God is using you to do for such opportunity. God bless you. The elders, the deacons, I'm grateful. The Lord bless you. The church members, without you, we can't sit here. God bless you. And the wonderful praise and worship. The Lord bless you. Please sit down. Thank you. God bless you. Um, in the first place, you know Mama, my wife, already. So I don't need to introduce her. Wow. But she's a wonderful woman. The Lord bless you, Mama. Wow. Today, I want to speak a topic, Battle of the Mind. Let the mind be changed. Let the mind be changed. Give us the mind of Jesus. Labrado sekele me hurianda. Labrado kete me sutulianda. Male kete suria. Please let's go to the book of Genesis. Father, this morning, your word is life, your word is light. Speak to us, Lord, as it please you. Holy Spirit, here I am. I am weak, but you are strong. Do as it please you. At the end, that Jesus will be glorified. Thank you, patient of days, in the name of Jesus. Don't mind me, this is my Bible. I have many new Bibles, but when I want to travel the Lord, I should take this one. Last year, is it last year? Last year, Mama bought me, no, last two years. She bought me a wonderful Bible, very new Bible. I have so many of them, but God said I should go this one. I have no choice. Hallelujah. I don't have any other choice than to go with this. You said I should go with this one. And I wonder, the, 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 the bag, everything is old. But I have new, new Bibles. You said I should go with this one. I was surprised. But the battle of the mind. Please, let's go to the book of Genesis chapter number 2. Genesis 2.19 and 20. I plead with you to give me small attention. You know, Genesis 2, 19 and 20. Can I ask Mama to read? I don't know whether it's your daughter, but let her read. You. My mama. Okay. Forgive me, there's a mama in the house. Ah, but this one is my own mama. Amen. Yes. Yes. 
place, there's two places I want us to give attention this morning. The first place is, the Bible says, and the Lord brought it to who? Adam. To see what he will call them. I would just want you to focus there. And I asked myself a question. Why did God didn't call them names? And God brought it to Adam. Say, what do you call these things? Today you are Adam of this generation. There's a lot of things God is looking on to you. What do you call them? Hello? What do you call them? That's number one. He said, and the Lord brought them to Adam to see. The second one is what? He brought it to Adam. That's first. Second, to see what Adam would do what? Call them. You might be surprised. What Adam called them have never changed up to today. No matter the circumstances, no matter what has gone on, the name remains the same. Do I want to challenge you this morning? There are so many things God is looking onto you, what do you call them? There are so many things life gives you, but what do you call them? How do you see them? One, you can't call them names if you don't see them. God said, let me see what Adam will call them. This is very important in the life of every child of God. That you watch what you do in life. And what comes out of you. I'm not talking of what you come out of your mouth. But what comes out from your heart. There's a lot of things you can say with your mouth. You can't have them. But immediately it comes from your heart. Consider it done. Hallelujah. Consider it what? Done. Because the battle is in the heart. To see. What God means to see, what, to see what Adam called it. It's not Adam to see with his two naked eyes. No. What Adam will see with his heart. Because whatever you see in your heart and you call them, nothing stop it. Hello? So it amazes me when God says, let me see what Adam will call them. God is looking unto you today what you call your life, what you call your destiny, what you call your marriage, what you call your finance, whatever that goes through, what you call your ministry. Hallelujah. This morning, I had a lot of wonderful testimonies. Hello. It is important. Last Thursday, I went to her mama. She was giving a testimony of her son. That fortunately they used to unite on the bed. And she said, the son said, Oh God, that's a gift I want on my day of day. Mama, do you remember? She had forgotten. Wow. She said, God, this is the gift I want. Take away this. And it is done. Why? Because the son saw it as obstacle. And she saw that only God can take it away. 
And I, I challenge you this morning, whatever you see that God will do, God will do it for you. God will not do what you don't see. You are just wasting your time. Anything you don't see, God will not do it. You end up in begging God, please do this, please do that, please do this. But it's not a matter of please. It's a matter of seeing with your eyes. I'm not talking of these eyes. Hello? I'm talking of your spiritual eyes, your heart. Hello? Do you see so many blind people be millionaires, be ministers? Why? The physical eyes is what is blind, but the spiritual eyes are without, they see. They can have whatever they want because they see. So this is what I want to share with you this morning. See and call them. They will answer you. Hallelujah. Listen, let me, let, me, let me use this word. Since I gave my life to Christ, I won't remember going to hospital for tests. Or talking of lying in the hospital I'm sick. I won't remember that. And I said, until the day I go to rest, that day will not come. Do you know why? Because I have seen it. How do I saw that in the word of God? Praise God. It was in the word of God. Why? Because those things are not created by God. The Bible said everything God made was what? Good. Because God don't only create, but he took take his time and watch whether it is good. And God saw that it was what? Good. The other things are what the devil brought on the earth. Which as a Christian, you have what it takes to overcome those things. It is not your portion. I will never be. But you must see it and you will declare it. And you have it in the name of Jesus. You see, it is important, my brothers and sisters, that you understand in life that whatever you go through, God knows and God trusts you. Please, I'm going to repeat this again. Every challenge you encounter in life, before that challenge comes to you, God knows it. God trusts you. When you fail, you disappoint God. Why? Because God will not allow anything bigger than you come to you. And anything you fear in life will be a challenge to you. Praise God. Now, I want you, you to understand something this morning. There is a reason why you are here. It is not by accident. God planned for it. God trusts you. God knows. Praise God. You might be surprised when Satan knocked on the door of 
Job. God trusts Job. God said, I know him. So if God doesn't trust Job, God will never give Satan that chance. If God knows that Job will fail him, God will not guarantee that permission to the devil. But for God know Job, he trusts him. He knows no matter what happened, Job is my son. Hallelujah. Second one, God trust David. God said, I have found me a man. So God know him, God know you. Every challenge you go through in life, there is only two things God wants you. One, God wants you to learn something from it so that you can teach other people. So that it can be a testimony to other people. Praise God. There are some things you go through today. When you come to share it with me, I'll be laughing. Because to you it's a problem. To me it's what? It's a testimony. Praise God. You can't just become an, a star without going through something. But when you are going through something, knowing that there, God is already waiting for you there. God trusts you there. God believes in you there. God knows that that thing cannot overcome you. So when you break down, you disappoint God. Praise God. It is important in life to know. In the book of Psalm 8 verse 6, The book of Psalm 8 verse 6. And there's something God said. The word of God said. The position that God has placed you. But you cannot walk in that position unless you see it. Unless you believe it. It's the angel that accusing man, you and me. Because they want to be like us. But they can't. They want to have what you have, but today some of you fear angels, but you are higher than them. You may not understand me. Hallelujah. You lack nothing on the earth. Let me tell you this. But only because you can't see them. Because you can't see them, you can't declare them. What do you do? You move from here to here, looking for solution. Solution is inside you. Solution is what? Inside you. As I came here, and I didn't come here to pray for you, I come to pray with you. Hallelujah. I didn't come to pray for you. I come to pray with you. Jesus, no, what he do is he pray with the people. So please, let's understand something. God has finished his work. Don't think that God, there's something God is going to do for you. He has done it. He has finished the work. Only you to see and to believe it. So what was the original plan of God? Man to walk what? In dominion. Which angels don't have. Angels, they are servants. They will send, they go. When they don't send, they don't go anywhere. But you are made in God's image. Everything that is God is inside you. But you cannot see it. That's why you continue moving from here to here thinking that the whole world has fallen aside. No! In every situation you face in life, it's a promotion. 
In every challenge that comes your way, it's, a, it's what? Promotion. You must see it as a promotion. Don't see it as obstacle. See that something you have to do what? Thank God. Hallelujah. So what is man? You have given everything to man. He lack nothing. Praise Jesus. The third side of it, in Deuteronomy 29, 29, the Bible says something. Whatever you see belongs to you. That's the part I want to take. Hallelujah. It belongs to you. Whatever you don't see don't belong to you. The secret things is for the Lord. The secret things don't bother yourself. Hallelujah. Don't bother yourself. Don't take more time disturbing yourself for what did not concern you. The spiritual things is for the Lord. But the things revealed to you belongs to you. Hello? You know, mama was giving a testimony here. When she went to, there's a time she even went to, I think in Canada, she applied for school in Canada. And suddenly, this opportunity came. There were many. And she is the least among those people. When we pray, Remember God said she have it. There's a lot of challenges. A lot of people. Even some of them they are boss in the school. But God is faithful. God said she have it. And she did. Why? Because the things revealed to you belongs to you. Anything that revealed to you, you keep quiet, it is your fault. The brother said he had a dream. Hello? He had what? A dream. There's a time you sit down in life and ask, where is this dream? God, you said this, where is it? Hello? Because you have to believe God. You have to trust God. God is not a man. God cannot deceive you. God cannot promise you to please you. No. Are you going to beat him if you don't, if you don't promise you? No. Where will you see him? Hallelujah. God is God. So whatever God has said in your life is for your own benefit. And you must see it, you must understand it, you must declare it. Listen. In Psalm 62 verse 11, listen carefully, the Bible said, you must understand things in life. Once God has spoken, twice have I had. Power belongs to God. Now, there is something to understand there. Who speaks? God. Who hear? You. Who understand? You. Power comes from who? God. So it's a partnership, you and God. 
if God do his own, you do your own, nothing stops you. Hallelujah. Once God has spoken twice, when, he, when the Bible says twice, it means to hear and to understand. When you hear, you don't understand, you might be disappointed. But when you hear, you understand what God said, no power on the earth can stop you. Because the power to establish is what? God. It's not you. Some of you, God brought you in this nation or taking you somewhere else. But you must understand that it's God that's taking you there. You must understand that God starts with you, God will finish with you. God will never abandon you on the way. No. But when you don't see it, it turns around. You struggle. And you waste your time. You'll be thinking, where is God? God is God. Hallelujah. God is who? God. He can change. So my brothers and sisters, it is very important in life to see and to declare. You see, when you go to the book of Matthew, Matthew 16, when you read 18 and 19, there's something Jesus said there. Matthew 16, if you read uh, 18 and 19, you understand something that Jesus the same thing that God did, he brought it to Adam to see. The same thing Jesus said here. Jesus said, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father in heaven. Who brought those to Adam? God. Hallelujah. And now, Jesus said, in this rock, a lot of us misunderstood it, thinking that Jesus said, you build in the church in Peter. No. He said, in this rock, I will build my church. The rock is church. Church is you. This building is not church. What makes this building church is because me and you sitting here praising God. And God is inside your heart. God is not inside a block. God is inside you. That is why I said in this rock, where is the rock? You. I will build my church. And the gate of hell will never. It means that rock. If you build yourself in that rock. If you stand in that rock. If you decree anything in that rock. It must surely come to pass. So please. This is very important in life. 
we to be focused, we to know whom God is, we to understand what God is doing and what he's about to do. Hello? I challenge you this morning to see. To see. See your life. See what your tomorrow will be. And speak. They will eat you. Whatever you want to be. Praise God. They will surely come to pass. As long as you see it. As long as you do what? You declare it. Job. God can bring those things to Job. And Job kept quiet. He will not call them names. Oh please. Adam please. Thank you. Adam can keep quiet. But when you keep quiet in life, you will miss it. It does not mean that God has not given it to you. Yes. Please listen carefully. God brought it to who? To Adam. To see what he would do what? Call them. Here now Jesus said, flesh and blood has not do what? Revealed this to you. But my father in heaven, I said to this rock, I will build my church and the gate of hell will do what? Prevail. Now, the key Jesus was saying here, I give you keys, is to see and to understand. That key you think, Jesus said, I give unto you this key. The key is what? To see. Anything in life you see, belongs to you. It belongs to you. Nobody takes it away from you. Except you yourself deny yourself. Because you can deny yourself because you didn't see it or you saw it, you did not understand it. Then you'll be denied. You think that God cannot do No. God is a faithful God. God is a good God. Hallelujah. Please, let this battle in your mind be changed. How are you going to do it? How are you going to change this battle in your mind? How you come to that realm of spirit? It is important. One is the word of God. Every word of God is for your own benefit. Praise God. Why? Because before God says something, God knows from the beginning, God knows the end. God knows what is the middle. And that's where the battle lies. How do you handle them? How do you overcome them? Praise God. Let me use myself an example. 
They say the children of Zion should not say they are sick. That's my key. Am I in Zion? Am I in Zion? Then I, I cannot be sick. I have set my mind in that realm of the spirit. Not by my own strength. But the power in the word of God is my strength. Praise God. Now, you see, he said, he set his word and healed them and delivered them from destructions. Why should I be in the house reading the word of God and be sick? It can happen because you don't have the knowledge. Please, I'm not trying to tell you that sometimes your leg will not pain you or your body will not pain you. Listen to me carefully. Some part of your body sometimes will pain you. But it's left for you to understand that that pain is a testimony. Now, that's why sometimes people pray they don't receive answer. Let me explain to you. If my, my leg is paining me now, and I have complained to my wife, my leg is paining me. This thing is disturbing me. I don't know what to do. If I pray, I might not have answer. Because one, I have seen that pain as obstacle first. And I have speak out. Devil, have you heard what I said? But immediately my leg pained me. And the first thing that come to me, I cannot be sick. What do I do? I put my hand on my leg. Say in the name of Jesus, be healed. I speak in tongues. You might be surprised. At that moment you are praying that prayer, the pain come more because they are challenging you. But what do you do at that level? You see the word of God as the key. You see the word of God there. That is the key. And let that word be establishing your heart. It's not something to negotiate whether it will happen or not. Immediately, because that's what the devil wants you to go through. To think whether this will happen or not. Every time I pray, God answer the one he wants. No. The battle of the mind. That is the only thing the devil wants. He thinks the devil wants you because you are handsome or you are beautiful or you are happy. No. What the devil wants is what? Your mind. Immediately, devil succeed or getting your mind, you are nothing. You can't do anything. So, where do you start? You stand on the rock, and the rock is the word of God. Yes, my sister. That rock is the key. You stand on that rock and you speak the word of God. Because you as a human being, devil has the right to challenge you. It is his duty, but he has no right to challenge the word of God. So anytime the word of God have taken your heart, he 
is established, consider it done. No matter what you ask God, he will do it. Praise God. If I have time, I'll give you more testimonies. Like my wife now, she know that I don't make decisions easily. But when I make a decision, it don't go back. I can't go back to that. So the same thing, I don't just pray for something easily. But whenever I pray, I consider it done. Praise God. I consider the word done because it cannot fail. The entrance of his word give it light and give it understanding. Hallelujah. The word of God to enter to you gives you what? Light and gives you what? Understanding. When the light and understanding is there, tell me how can you fail? Failure, where is it coming from? Is your God a God of failure? No. You fail because you choose to fail. You succeed because you choose to do what? To succeed. It's the battle of the mind. Today, God wants you to see things the way he saw it. Praise God. Because that's the way God sees things. How do God see things? God don't spend time with obstacle. Please listen to me. God don't waste his time. For example, in Genesis, when God wants to create light, what happened? There's darkness everywhere and the sea. Listen carefully. The Bible says something, and the Spirit of the Lord move above the darkness. How do your spirit move above the darkness? It's the word of God. Every situation you see, there's a word of God there to give you light. You stand in that light, you declare the word of God. Devil must surrender. Hallelujah. It is important in life because God is a faithful God. Hello? God is a faithful God. Do you believe with me? Do you agree with me? That God is a faithful God? Then why do you fail? Why do you think you will not succeed? Why do you think that this is big? Why? If your father is faithful, you are faithful. Everything that is in God is in Jesus. And everything that is in Jesus is in you. You can only have it because you see them. And you declare. Everything that is in God in heaven is in Christ Jesus. And whatever is in Christ Jesus is in you. Jesus succeeds in whatever he go, whatever he does. 
that is my portion. Because I stand in that rock. Today I'm going to throw a challenge to you. Is there any mountain on your way? Is there any hill? Is there any obstacle? Come to Jesus. Have the mind of Jesus. Because Jesus is so faithful that he said, I cannot leave you comfortless. I will send the comforter. Why did he say so? Because he knows there are some things you go through. You as a human being cannot stand. But Jesus is already there before you. So I see, you know why? You must overcome. What did I say? You must. I didn't say you will come. I said you must. This is my own portion. I must overcome. I must succeed. Every closed door that see me do what? Open. Hallelujah. You know, I suppose come with uh, mama. But the embassy start delaying. And one night I get up, I said, ah, but Lord, you show me this. Because I don't start something that don't go well. But you show me this. Immediately I finished that prayer because I want to explain something to you today. There's a time in life of prayer. There's a time in life to ask God. There's a time in life to remind God his word. And there's a time in life to decrease something. Don't mix things together. Know what you're supposed to do at the right time. Hello? There's a time in life to Pray to God. Ask God something in prayer. And there's a time in life. It's not a time of prayer. It's a time to remind God his word. And there's another time to decree the word of God. There's a time in life I say, I, Chinedu, but the authority vesting to me as a preacher of the gospel, so it shall be. That time I don't say, Jesus help me. No. I use my own authority vesting to me as a preacher of the gospel. Why? Because he said, I give you power. That time I have to use what I have. It, it will be a surprise. Let, let me use this way. I, I, I have... Um, 100 euro in my pocket here. Eh? I have 100 euro in my pocket. And uh, I have a problem. That's where we've, we make mistakes sometimes. I have a problem, let's say, 70 euro. Eh? I start thinking that if I remove 70 from this 100, I'll have 30. Understand me, please. Then 30, is, it seems like the money has finished. You are making a mistake. You never know you are God. Oh God, give me. And I was so that if I remove the 70, the 30 will not be small. You never know him. This is where authority works. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
in authority when you have the 100 euro you need to spend 70 for something do it don't go and think don't go and ask god for bring another one before i release this one i'm telling you in the spiritual realm i'm not telling you physically hallelujah praise god this is where you see the power of god this is where you see the glory of god hallelujah Listen, I'm going to end in this one. In Numbers 14, 28. That's where I'm going to end and we'll pray. In Numbers... 28 verse 14, it says what? Say unto them. What did he say? I thought we read it together. Wow. Wow. What you tell God is what God hear. And what God hears is what God will do what? Do. You see sickness. You see poverty. You see that there's a witch in a village. It will stop you. Even if you come. You go now. If you go to village, they will attack you. Throw arrows. That's what you see. But if you see God, as he said, as long as I do what? Leave. So when you see something in the word of God, it is God himself. You know, so after I prayed that prayer that night, I, I stood up, I said, God, but you showed me this. Because the day she's going, I was sad. Because I want to go together. So when she left that night, I said, God, but you show me this. In three days' time, I told her, the director called me. The secretary called me. Every minute they are calling me. Please, we are sorry. So I was sharing it. Even the day I went to there to collect the visa, Two calls came there. Please, are you here? We are very sorry to lay your time. Say yes. That is what I want as a child of God. I am not somebody to go there to say, can I be given visa? What is in this nation? Nothing is here. God is inside me. That God is inside me is bigger than what is here. So I got what I want. Because what? I see it. Because what? I said it. To God. Praise Master Jesus. What do you see? Ask your neighbor say what do you see? No. 
I can't hear you. No, tell me what, what did you, what, you saw what? Problem? God has abandoned you? Did you see yourself a great man? That is your portion. Hallelujah. You know, since I came here, let me end this way. Anytime I came out, God spoke to me. They have abandoned me. The second I nearly cried. I was just singing as a music. The day we are going somewhere, I said, why did these people abandon God? That if I'm God now, what, how will I feel? The voice continued to come to me every day, every day, every day. When I was coming to church this morning, you know what I say? They have abandoned God and their love dog. Some of them can spend a lot of money. But they don't spend money in any human being. Who is their neighbor? Dog has become their neighbor. Dog is not a bad thing. But you must know God. You must believe God. Because you have placed your heart that this thing is so important to you. And God is no more important to you. And that's become a challenge. Please, church, can we stand? God bless you. I hold not the rock, and the rock holds me. The rock holds me. The rock holds me. Masse killing that about Cynthia. Should I lead or you lead? I should go. On. Thank you. I hold on the rock, and the rock holds me. The rock holds me. The rock holds me. Oh.
to be in spirit now. If you can speak in tongues for the next, I don't need instruments. For the next one minute, please go to the spirit. If you can speak in tongues, please do. Let every darkness come to light in the name of Jesus Christ. Rikos <laughs> Manto you are the miracle walking God. Your name is Yahweh. Yahweh, Yahweh, Yahweh.
prince of peace. You are the lily of the value. You are the ancient of days. Beside you, there's no other one. Yes, you are what you are. You said this morning, you make a way where there's no way. That is whom you are. That is whom you are. Oh, Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Glory to your name, Jesus.